0: Hey, it's time for another episode of Keeping Business Real and in true keeping it real style, I'm going to be talking all about how to survive an online product launch. Now, if you if you haven't launched yet, then take note and do these things the next time or the first time you have a product launch. If you have been in the world of of online marketing and, and creating memberships or or programs or anything like that, then you know what I'm saying here. Like, I tell you, when I first started launching Small Steps to Whole Foods, it would be this kind of in joke that uh, I would basically lose because back then also I was launching for, you know, keeping the cart open for three weeks, a month. Never do that. There's one way to survive an online product launch. Now, card opens seven days max, maximum. And you can do, you can do, you know, way smaller than that. Anyway, I just used to basically lose my shit completely. Everything would fall down around me. There would be tears and tantrums and everything in between. There'd be crazy highs, crazy lows, and all the self doubt and all the. (laughs) And, and I would basically forget how to parent, (laughs) would forget how to clean and cook. And I would just be so in my head and in, in, in this vortex of online product launching. So these, these quick tips on how to survive an online product launch (laughs) come from someone who I, you know, I tell you this, this is another, this is another tip, um, about, Product launches. I had this one product, and and if you've been around for a while, you might remember Small Steps to Whole Foods. That course now exists inside my Small Steps membership, but I sell it as part of the membership. I don't sell it as a standalone eight week course anymore. I <laughs> I had one course, and and I launched that course eight times, like live launches, and uh, and I did a new launch. Every single time, every time, and when I'm talking about launching, I'm talking about uh, building up an email list with 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 opt ins beforehand, with with warming um, people up via social media about your product, and then creating some type of launch event, whether that be a webinar, a Facebook Live series, a you know, video training series, maybe it's a five-day challenge, whatever it is, there has to be some sort of mechanism for you to sell your product when you open the doors. If you open the doors and are like, hey, what's up? Look at my thing. That's not that's not a launch you guys that is not a launch and I see so many people do this I've done it before like oh my gosh I know you guys have been busting for this thing here's the thing everyone's like what hang on what's for dinner oh hang on was that my next door neighbor putting their bins out not on bin night is she losing her marbles but like no one's paying attention You have to give people a reason to pay attention. You have to give some really awesome content so they can get to know you, so they get excited about what it is that you're trying to offer them the opportunity to grow with or learn from. So that's just a heads up. Just in case we weren't sure what what a launch is, it doesn't mean announcing. It means creating a system and a structure for selling your thing. Okay, that's what we're here to do. And, uh, and that's the, that, that, you know, this is the thing that used to, to so much pressure, so much panic, so much expectation and attachment to an outcome of a launch. Amongst my friends, uh, got kind of known as some sort of a launch unicorn because I would say, look, you know, what I'd like is 300 people to join the membership or 300 people in this program. And I'd get like 301 or, you know, 298. It was kind of freaky how that very often happens, but more and more and more I've realized, you know, it's this whole thing is a numbers game and it's so less personal than you think. (laughs) So that would be one of my first lessons for surviving an online product launch is look for the lessons, not the in commas failures. We definitely... Are looking all the time on how to improve, on what worked, on what didn't. Everything about marketing is guessing and testing. So you're literally putting stuff out there, and we we don't draw a line under the sand if things didn't work the first time. We just get back up and we try them again, and we learn our lessons. This is not a reflection of the world hating you. This is not a reflection of your thing being a piece of poop. This is not a reflection of your worth, your personal worth. This isn't about you. This is about the mechanism to sell your thing. And if the first mechanism wasn't right or didn't get the results you wanted, then most likely your copy needs tweaking. The offer didn't meet the market where they're at. Like, you know, it can be quite transactional like that. So you are learning so many lessons when you open up the doors for your thing. See it as that. See it as a learning opportunity and just, you know, ratchet up the lessons. I always say to people, the lessons are in the launching. You know, you can sit and you can prepare and you can tweak and you can do this or that. You can have one opt-in or you can have another and then you can never do anything with either and you can never actually offer the world your thing if you're looking to do it perfectly. But just get something out there, make it happen and learn the lessons. Okay, it's not about you, it's about your thing and it could potentially have something to do with the marketing of your thing. Okay, other tips on how to survive an online product launch. Here's a doozy also and and it seems so obvious but, you know, I keep finding myself in the place where I don't do the thing that I know I should do. Well, this is before I had a team who needed me to be ahead on things. Create as much content as you can before you open the doors. You know, I mean, look, uh, I'm saying this to you. This is a lesson, hard one, and a lesson that uh, we must have dro- driven Mel, um, my business manager. Just, I mean, I know. I know it's driven her crazy. You just have no idea the shit that is going to hit a fan during a launch and then suddenly you're realizing you've still got emails to write, and they've got to go out. And then these emails, if you're like me, you, they need to be crafted well. If you know the sequence for for good uh, email campaigns during a product launch, you'll know. Like there's things like the the FAQ email where. You know, you, you need to answer people's questions. You also need to be really clear on the major objections that people are going to have to your thing so you can address them via email to the people who are interested enough to be opening your emails. It's a really important part of a launch, like super important, you guys. And you like the amount of times I've been writing emails at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, the night before they're meant to go out. I mean, It's ridiculous take it from me. Don't put yourself under that kind of pressure. Have as much as you can created before you go live with your launch. You'll you'll love yourself like crazy. And here's the other tip, right? The tip to surviving an online launch is to see your job as head honcho communicator, head honcho show-upperer, head honcho going live am making up these words, you guys. But I'm saying that you need to be on, you need to be in your inbox. People are going to be writing to you about your thing. Your attention needs to be on communicating and showing up way above and beyond any expectation that you ever had for the amount you might have to show up. This is your time. The doors are open. People need to hear from you. They need to be in conversation with you. You know your, your inbox, if you've built up your email launch list, will be will be getting pummeled with people who are who are writing into you. They're interested, but they need to hear from you. They need to know it's you. They might need a bit of clarification on something. And all of that conversation, that's that's gold for you for your next launch. That's the lessons. What didn't I communicate properly? What maybe wasn't obvious that I thought was obvious about my thing? So good. That is your zone. That is where you need to be during your launch. And you need to be having your finger on the pulse and be ready to pivot. You know, if things aren't going right, then you you change course. You send a few more emails. You do a few more Facebook lives. You maybe do an Instagram live or 10 uh, but you need to be able to be sufficiently, I guess, free and available to be able to think. And on that, on that, launches launches have this kind of this this this. Well, I guess it's a rule of thumb. It's just like what sort of happens. You open the doors, there might be a bit of a flurry of sales, and then they'll totally disappear until pretty much you close the doors. You close your cart. So for me, that would be six or seven days later. Day, you know, three, four, five things that really you just think, oh, dear. No one's going to buy my thing. This is all in vain. I've wasted all this time. And you go down the spiral of self-doubt. And that is exactly when you need to be upping the ante. It's ne- It's when you need to be bringing your best self because here's a tip, all of your self-doubt is gonna rear its ugly head during a launch. So make sure you are doing things to maintain your vibe. You need to be vibing, welcome. You need to be vibing, this is an exciting thing. And anything that you can do to help yourself during that time, eat great food, you know, get up and go for a walk in the morning if you can, or you know, just give yourself some free time. Uh, Make sure that you are taking care of yourself because you need to be bringing it, even when it feels like things are falling apart. Things will always fall apart. Some tech will go wrong. You know, you'll misspell something in a subject line. Your email system will blow up. You know, things happen all the time. I have had huge launch disasters, but your job is to maintain your vibe, to not make it personal. And to make sure that you're sitting in that zone of of communicating um, with your peeps. On this point too, I want you to remember never to back off if you feel like things are sliding. Really, it all happens in the last 24 hours. Like it's actually shockingly ridiculous. I would get most of my sales, 50% of my sales would probably come through on the day of cart close. And not even on the day, on like the final email of cut, close day at, you know, 8 p.m. at night, the sales, are still trickling in at, you know, 11 p.m. People have this weird way of leaving things to the last minute. Because as I said before, you know, they've got other things on. You need to capture their attention. And when you've got their attention, you need to encourage them to take the action. Okay? So... Let me see what else I've written down here. Oh, get a cleaner. Get a cleaner. Get support. Get a babysitter. Even if you think you're not going to need it, give yourself some extra time because things will happen and you'll need some extra time. So make sure you're going in with a few freezer meals stashed away. Uh, You've done your lunchbox baking if you're a mum of school kids Whatever it is that you need to do to make your life like to just take things off your plate during card open, during your launch period. You'll you'll thank me for that one. I basically tell my husband, it's launch time and he's like, I know what that means it means step up Nick is basically what it means because mama's gone somewhere else in her mind. So <laughs> come to the party, like it's real. You, If you haven't done it before, then you, you maybe aren't familiar with all the feels, but there's a lot of feels and there's a lot of moving parts to a successful product launch. So you need to give yourself the brain space and and time to to devote to it. Uh, you know, having business support. If you don't have anyone working with you and you're launching online products, my advice would be to start, start getting some support. Very hard to do on your own with all the moving pieces, managing your inbox, managing Facebook ads, managing, uh, you know, your CRM while you're you're emailing Everybody managing the sales page, welcoming new members or people to the thing, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we we get some help. So start with, you know, your most basic needs. Get someone who understands websites to be uploading content for you or get someone to be sending out the emails. Anything that you can do, inbox management is like next level, amazing. Took me a long time to kind of let go of that. When I did, never looked back. So make sure you've got support in the right places inside your business well before you actually launch. While you're launching, it's a bit hard. <laughs> but beforehand, you can totally get this sorted and it will make a huge difference to your survival of your product launch. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, really This is the last one. So this is a nice quick episode for you. Uh, It's really about like, you know, I am not saying this from a place of I have truly mastered this, but I'm pretty close. I really, really have to reiterate the point not to make your product launch success or failure mean anything about you like you as a person are amazing and worthy and and all the all the great things and people can literally make or break themselves based on on how their their product launches don't do that don't do don't do the thing where you go into a spiral because people haven't bought your thing it doesn't mean anything about you but it might mean something about the way you've marketed it and smart, savvy entrepreneurs who are in this for the long haul, look for the lessons. You know, really look for the lessons. What happened here? How many how many people actually saw this offer? You know that only two or three percent of those people on your list are gonna buy. So have you got enough people? Have you got enough new people since the last time you put out this offer? We really need to get get clear on how to read the numbers of a launch. They're way less personal. So for example, if you were launching to 200 people, that was 200 people that you were emailing and you had two people buy, then you are bang on average for a successful product launch. Well done. 1% of people bought. Brilliant. If you had four people buy, then, you know, you're, you're getting that's in a that's in a great zone. If you have three percent of people buy your thing, then in the online marketing world you you're considered a genius. This is great. A three percent conversion on your email list, wowzer Really cool. Now there's lots of people out there who beat that by a long shot. I certainly used to before my list got so large. But it can also be like, you know, there's a lot of offers out there for people these days to catch people at the right time. You know, there's a lot of people who just opt in for a freebie and never want to pay for anything that you do. It's not about you. It's just them. But just be be clear that if you're not getting enough eyeballs on your as part of your product launch, if you don't have an amazing launch activity for them to take part of, whether that's a webinar, that is an actual sales webinar, or whether it is Uh, you know, a a five-day challenge, whether it's a training series, whether you're taking through, you know, people through trainings on Facebook Lives or you're running something inside your Facebook group, whatever it is, there has to be a live component There has to, you know, a a live product launch means the doors have to close and you need to give people a reason to jump. People don't want to People don't want to generally spend their money, but they absolutely will if they know that their problem is going to be solved by you. It's your job in your product launch to establish that for the right people, you know, your perfect customers and clients and students. Okay, so they are my tips for how to survive an online product launch. Really don't go past the cleaner thing. And don't go past the like getting some help with food or getting help with the kids. If you've got young kids, whatever it is, whatever you can do in that capacity, do it. You will thank yourself. Your mind is going to be elsewhere because we know how much work goes into creating our online products. We know how much work goes into building our community and then selling to them is a really big deal. It is. And it's like all the energy in this short, sharp period, it's it's intense. So I hope those help you. I would love to know which one that you haven't tried before and which one you will try again. Can't wait to chat with you over at KBR with Lisa on Instagram. And if you haven't signed up to be just like subscribed to this podcast, go do that. And I would love to hear from you in the reviews as if you're enjoying it. It makes so much difference. I really do love hearing from you. See you next week. Well, that is another episode of the Keeping Business Real podcast done and dusted. But make sure that you don't miss out on knowing when I release the next one. Be sure to become a subscriber over on your podcast app of choice and make sure to leave a review. I would love to know what you're thinking of the podcast and what you'd like to hear in the future. Now, the next thing you need to do is head straight to LisaCorduff.com. I have an amazing cheat sheet there waiting for you to help you overhaul your marketing mindset. Let's face it, sometimes the selling part of business is the part that feels most icky. I wanna help you out and I wanna help you grow your business in an authentic way that feels really, really good to you. LisaCorduff.com for your free cheat sheet.